Blog Talk Radio. We assembled here today are issuing a new decree to be heard in every city, in every foreign capital, and in every hall of power. From this day forward, a new vision will govern our land. From this day forward, it's going to be only America first. America first. Every decision on trade, on taxes, on immigration, on foreign affairs will be made to benefit American workers and American families. We must protect our borders from the ravages of other countries making our products, stealing our companies, and destroying our jobs. Protection will lead to great prosperity and strength. I will fight for you with every breath in my body, and I will never, ever let you down. I am your voice. So to every parent who dreams for their child and every child who dreams for their future, I say these words to you tonight. I am with you. I will fight for you. And I will win for you. To all Americans tonight, in all of our cities, and in all of our towns, I make this promise. We will make America strong again. We will make America proud again. We will make America safe again. And we will make America great again. God bless you, and good night. I love you. Unfiltered talk and the hardcore truth. Mega, mega, mega. 
This is Rory Sodder. Thank you for listening to the Rory Sodder Show. Happy Saturday. It's a beautiful Saturday. Coming to you live from Phoenix, Arizona. I hope you all are doing fantastic and having an amazing weekend. Wow. We have a huge show for you today. This is Big League. This is absolutely Big League. And it's exactly one year President Trump took office. And what a fucking year it has been. It's been absolutely incredible and profound in the in the i mean profound profound at its finest success at its finest making history at its finest on a roll this country the economy is stronger than ever before than ever before than absolutely ever before Everything is breaking records. Black unemployment is at an all-time low. President Trump did more in one year for the African-American community than Barack Obama did in eight years. Black unemployment at an all-time low with President Trump in one year. And all these blacks for the racist. I want to point him as the enemy, and he's this terrible fucking person. Your own, you had a black president that couldn't even help you guys, and you guys want to bitch and call Trump a racist and say he's this terrible person? Fuck you. Seriously. You guys are wimpy pieces of shit. You guys play the race card, play the victim, thinks Trump's this terrible person, but he got your ass back to work. You're at an all-time low, unemployment. Seriously. Seriously, stop hating the white man for creating success for everyone. This is not about, this, this, this is about you guys are bitter and mad. You don't have a black president anymore. We now have a white president who got you an all-time low unemployment, and you have yet to thank him or give him any praise, our President Trump. Instead, you want to bitch and whine about fucking Barack Obama, who didn't do shit for you guys, except make your community worse. I'm sick of all the fucking whining, too. You know what? I'm going to go on a roll today, and I'm going I'm to actually vent about this fucking topic because I see all these motherfuckers on the left, especially with the black community that haven't woken up yet and are still uneducated and are whining like little motherfucking pussies that President Trump is this terrible racist person. You know what? You guys are the most seriously. Grow up. Stop watching CNN. Stop race baiting. Stop playing the victim stance. And I'm sick of people saying, oh, this is Obama. Obama created this economy. Obama did this all. Osama did this. Osama did that. Who's saying Osama didn't do shit for the economy? He couldn't get past the 1% GDP growth. Obama ruined this country. He didn't do anything economically except make things worse. And I see all these dumb motherfuckers. I'm not just talking with the black community. And, I, and it's very sad that they're brainwashed. 
but I'm talking ignorant white people. I'm talking people that are uninformed, thanking Obama for the for the economy. Like, shut the fuck up. Seriously. Like, I, that's all I hear on uh, when I turn on CNN or MSNBC. Well, we have Obama to thank for this. We have Obama to thank for that. Really? Do you? Seriously. I mean, more and more people every day are waking up to the reality of the fake news and the bullshit and the bias where they put Hussein Obama, the Muslim from Kenya, on a pedestal when he didn't do anything for this country except turn it into communism and turned it into an epic failure. You know, this day is about is about President Trump. You know, go. You know, I didn't want to get too off topic, but I, I was a little carried away, and I apologize. Um, you know, but I, I had to say that it had to be said. It was uh, totally necessary. Um, but you know, you look at the stock market at an all time high. You look at female unemployment at a twenty year low. Hispanic unemployment at an all-time low. Overall, uh, people uh, uh, um, getting unemployment uh, benefits at a 45-year low. The the Dow, President Trump, is the highest since since FDR, Franklin Roosevelt. This is unheard of, people. In his first year, And it's in his first year, Trump gets all of this done. And we still have yet to see the mainstream media like CNN and MSNBC and all these various outlets to report (laughs) the facts and the truth. They are still brainwashing people with lies and tall tales. I don't see how that's fair. I don't see how it's productive. You know, I understand that these network that these networks have a narrative, and you know, there is all these you know various reports that you know, and it's so true. And I've said this on my show so many times that ninety seven percent of the mainstream media is control is controlled uh, by Democrats. Ninety-seven percent. So you get that you get that small three percent that is the factual reporting. Think about that. The factual reporting you get is three percent real news. Three percent. The rest is basically the 97% is like a scripted Hollywood movie. It's exactly what it's like. There's absolutely no difference. Okay, President Trump's accomplishments. I have a whole list I want to read off to everyone and really go into depth and uh, talk about this because, I mean, this is huge. I mean, I, I talk about it every day because it's making history. It's unbelievable. It's surreal in so many aspects. Nobody ever thought we'd be in this sort of economic boom, in this sort of an amazing uh, situation that we are. I mean, it's it's unbelievable. Stock market on Wednesday, January 17th, this past week, says it all. On that day, the Dow broke 
26,000 points for the first time in its history. As a result, the Dow broke the record for the fastest 500,000, 2,000, 3,000, 4,000, 5,000, 6,000, and 7,000 point increases between major milestones in the history of the Dow. All of these increases occurred since Donald Trump was elected president. The Dow today stands at 26,071.7. It is up 42% since the 2016 election and 31% since last year's inauguration. The Dow had more all-time closing highs in 2017 than any year in history. President Trump enjoys 95 all-time highs since his election and 78 since his inauguration. Dow is up an amazing 7,739 points since the election. Today, there are more people working than, than any time in U.S. history. More than 2 million new jobs were created in 2017 under President Trump, as a, and as a result, more than 160 million people we're working, are working in the U.S. as of today. I mean, that's huge. Think about that. Think about the importance and the significance of that. The dramatic increases. It's unbelievable. Wow. I mean, mesmerizing. President Trump increased the GDP growth rate to above 3% in the second and third quarters, and the fourth quarter was sizzling. President Trump could reach a 3% GDP GDP growth rate in his first year in office, an annual GDP that the U.S. hasn't seen in a decade. That hasn't seen in a decade. President Trump reached 3% in his first year. And I talked about this on my show before. It's unbelievable. At the end of the third quarter, the national GDP reached $19.5 trillion for the highest recorded GDP in U.S. history. $19.5 trillion. The GDP reached $19.5 trillion. Think about that. The president's tax plan passed in late December, and it's already benefiting Americans and American companies. Employees will see increases in their next pay month due to the lower federal taxes. I mean, it's, it, it literally is unbelievable what, what's going on. I mean, you, you talk about all of these increases. I mean, the stuff that everyday workers struggling with before. I mean, people were getting, the middle class especially, were getting hammered on their taxes. Hammered. In a lot of these, in, in a lot of these states, you know, uh, and part of this, and part of this amazing uh, tax plan is the repealing of Obamacare, like I've talked about that. We were so desperately struggling from for all these years. Obamacare was a big scam all along. I mean, everybody, anybody, anybody with a with a sane and rational state of mind knows that. 
it was first set up to make everything look cheap and more affordable, but it was all a trick. Because we saw we saw price increases even after a few months after Obamacare originated. But in the beginning, they tricked you. And in that second year of Obamacare, and in that and the third year, it was really bad. And the fact that Trump was able to get all of this done in his first year, I mean, you 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 have you have the tax plan, you have uh, repealing Obamacare, you have ISIS. Ninety-eight percent of ISIS is completely annihilated and taken out. You have literally the lowest immigration crossing the border rate since the 1970s. It's, and you have literally ICE completely wiping out MS-13. And you know, uh, deporting illegals. I mean, we're, we're able to do our job in most, in, in pretty much all the states, except the California, and, and I will be getting into the whole uh, California issue later on in the show. Um, but I do want to play something for you guys real quickly. Bear with me real quick. I'm going to get the clip of uh, President Trump at his inauguration exactly one year ago today. Bear with me, guys. Clips I want to play for you. Alrighty, one three. January twentieth, two thousand and seventeen, will be remembered as the day the people became the rulers of this nation again. The forgotten men and women of our country will be forgotten no longer. <coughs> Everyone is listening to you now came by the tens of millions to become part of a historic movement, the likes of which the world has never seen before. At the center of this movement is a crucial conviction that a nation exists to serve its citizens. From this day forward, a new vision will govern our land. From this day forward, it's going to be only America first. America first. I will fight for you with every breath in my body, and I will never, ever let you down. We will bring back our jobs. We will bring back our borders. We will bring back our wealth. And we will bring back our dreams. America will start winning again. Winning like never before. (laughs) 
All righty, another clip I want to put on for you. One, four. The time for empty talk is over. Now arrives the hour of action. Do not allow anyone to tell you that it cannot be done. No challenge can match the heart and fight and spirit of America. We will not fail. Our country will thrive and prosper again. So to all Americans in every city near and far, small and large, mountain to mountain, from ocean to ocean, hear these words. You will never be ignored again. Your voice, your hope, your dreams will define our American destiny. And your courage and goodness and love will forever guide us along the way. Together, we will make America strong again. We will make America wealthy again. We will make America proud again. We will make America safe again. And yes, together, we will make America Another one I want to play for you. One five. Transferring power from one administration to another, or from one party to another. But we are transferring power from Washington, D.C., and giving it back to you, the people. For too long, a small group in our nation's capital has reaped the rewards of government, while the people have borne the cost. Their victories have not been your victories. Their triumphs have not been your triumphs. And while they celebrated in our nation's capital, there was little to celebrate for struggling families all across our land. That all changes being right here and right now, because this moment is your moment. It belongs to you. It belongs to everyone gathered here today and everyone watching all across America. This is your day. This is your celebration. And this, the United States of America, is your country. All righty. Well done, Mr. President. Well done. Yeah. So, God, I can't believe it's been one year, though. One year since Mr. Mr. Trump became our president and since the inauguration, the official sworn in, the inauguration. Um, you know, but all of these accomplishments are apt. I mean, I I say it so often, I say it so much, but, I mean, it's so surreal and so incredible. I mean, we're making history. His foreign policy is another thing that he very uh, strongly succeeded on. Like I said, 98% of ISIS is completely annihilated and gone. 98% of ISIS 
literally. President Trump vowed to destroy ISIS, exactly. Um, and we remember when President Obama uh, said that ISIS will be around for a generation. Another thing Obama lied to us on. Another thing that snake and that Kenyan native lied to us on. He lied to us. These murderers and terrorists were decimated over the past year. The same people that Barack Hussein Osama said it could not, we could not, uh, we could not take them out. They would be in existence. Obama was in bed with the Middle East. He was in bed with these Muslims. He's one of them. He's one of them. Hussein Osama is one of them. There is no doubt about it. He, he treated them a lot better than he treated us. I'll tell you, Osama. Jesus Christ. Both Syria and Iraq have declared victory over ISIS, and due to President Trump's resolve, less thousand ISIS fighters are estimated remaining. Less than a thousand ISIS fighters are estimated remaining. Listen to that. Less than a thousand are remaining. Boom. President Trump met with the Pope, leaders of 50 Muslim countries, and Israeli and European leaders in his first trip abroad. That's unbelievable. Most, some presidents don't even do that ever. I mean, he demanded that the Muslim leaders remove radicals from their countries, and they have. They've been cooperating. They've been in compliance with, uh, you know, accepting our requests. The president refused sending Pakistan security assistance to the millions due to the Pakistanis harboring terrorists. He stopped in Obama last minute, 221 million transfer to Palestine and cut aid to Palestine in half. I mean, that was a huge thing. I mean, look at all these things that Obama lied to us on. It was so uh, terribly, uh, just was so corrupt at. Trump showed us that the U.S. is unwilling to work with Muslim entities that support radical Islam. Yeah, fuck radical Islam. Radical Islam is totally being destroyed. We are not going to support it. We are not going to condone it. And we are not going to fucking enable those cocksuckers. On President Trump's successful trip to Asia, he bundled an estimated $300 billion in deals for the U.S. Listen to that, peeps. In Trump's first year to Asia, he bundled an estimated $300 billion, $300 billion in deals with a B. He met with Asian leaders and was the first U.S. president and foreign leader to dine in China's forbidden city city since the founding of modern China. Wow. Let's go to U.S. policy. The president named and successfully put in place a new Supreme Court justice, the great Neil Gorsuch. He signed more than nine, Trump signed more than 90 executive actions in his first 100 days alone. The actions included dismantling Obama's climate change initiatives, which were a disaster, travel bans for individuals from a select number of countries embroiled in terrorist astro cities, enforcing regulatory reform, protecting law enforcement, mandating for every new regulation to eliminate two. So every new regulation he put into place, he would eliminate two of them. 
I mean, we don't need all these regulations. Trump is so right to get rid of as many regulations, unneeded regulations as possible. And we know the only reason a lot of these regulations were ever put into place were to po- uh, pocket these past corrupt presidents. Another thing Trump did successfully was defeating ISIS. I mean, we know 98%. Uh, rebuilding the military. The military is stronger than ever before. Military is getting the best attention, getting the best funding, getting the best treatment. We have the great General Mattis in charge of that, who's doing a phenomenal job. We are building a border wall along the southern border, and yes, Mexico will pay for it through trade deals and through economic deals. You think about the um, economic um, we have we have a debt with Mexico of nearly $75 billion, with a B. We have a trade deficit with Mexico of $75 billion. So the wall is only going to cost $9 billion. Uh, with, so you think about that. Uh, we can easily, with Trump's uh, amazing negotiating skills, we'll get that money back in, in a short time. We could have that money back within a year with a, with a, with a deal or two. I mean, you think about all the money Mexico makes off of us. Of course they're going to budge and, and uh, pay for the wall uh, with some – because they, they need us more than we need them. That's absolutely true. When you wear the pants and you run the fucking show like Donald J. Trump does, like the king he is, like the master he is, people listen to you. People don't cross your line. People don't step up to you. People don't fuck with you. You run the show. You're the man. You, and, and, and you know what? You see all these world leaders bowing to Trump, but wanting to talk to him, wanting to negotiate, wanting to be his friend. You know why? Because they don't want to piss him off, and they don't want to fuck with him and, and say the wrong thing to him or, or, or uh, be against him because they know they're going to lose. Everybody needs us economically. People need us. We're the best country in the world. We're the most powerful country in the world. We are unstoppable. People want us. People need us. I mean, we, 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 right now we're an economic powerhouse. Everybody's on on the on this dick. Everybody's on American dick. That's all they all they want to do is make deals with us. They love us because of Trump. We have Trump to thank for that. We're cutting the funding for sanctuary cities. Illegal aliens don't belong in this country. It's not taxpayers' responsibility. It's not the American citizens' responsibility. It's not everyday hardworking people' uh, job to pay for illegal aliens. And it, you know what? It's a big fuck you and a slap in the face to legal citizens that worked hard to to be, to be an American citizen in this country. These illegal aliens think they deserve special treatment. And you have these anti-American uh, states like California that will protect illegal aliens before their own citizens. It's, it's, it's disgusting. Um, another thing Trump did was approving Keystone and Dakota Pipeline. That was huge. That's going to bring a lot of jobs in. It's going to be big economic numbers. Uh, Reducing regulations on manufacturing. Oh, my God. You talk about a game changer. You talk about one of the biggest, most important things that he did was that. Now we have all these different companies coming from overseas uh, back to the United States that want to do business with us, want to uh, make deals with us, want to build their products here. And they're bringing, not only are they bringing their factories back here, but there's companies opening here for the first time because of the great uh, uh, reduction of regulations that's put into place. 
we are literally going to be uh, very soon going to be the – I mean, we are. I mean, at, the, at this point, I would say we're the most powerful nation for manufacturing. We're back to it because of Trump. We are back. Every single day you read about a new company uh, starting to build their products uh, in, in the U.S. or bringing their uh, uh, company back here and doing a U.S. plant and, and factory. Thank you, Donald. I mean, this is – that's one of the biggest – I mean, that's huge. Because if you have all your, if you have manufacturing as a powerhouse in this country, uh, the the significance and, and, and amazement uh, that puts on the economy, um, it's, it's endless opportunity. I mean, it, it, it's so big. Uh, Trump placed a, fi- a hiring freeze on federal employees. Placed a hiring smart, uh, exiting the U.S. from the TPP. That was huge because we all know that was what the socialist birdie wanted. Uh, the, 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 what it would have done is put us in a deficit, and it would have taken away jobs from our country uh, had we stayed in uh, the TPP. Um, but it, it's the list goes on and on, like how today – his economy is as unlike ever before in the sense that, I mean, black unemployment, I mean, that is literally um, unbelievable. I mean, that, that's all at an all-time low. Black unemployment is at an all-time low. Black unemployment is at an all-time low. I know I say it all the time, but think about that. All these presidents in the past say they're so great for the country and they're so amazing. They could never do that. Hispanic unemployment is now at an all-time low. And all these past presidents say they were so great for minorities. They could never get there. So what the fuck? Trump deserves so much credit. And the fact that he's not getting the fucking credit he deserves, that he, I mean, people should, the black community should get on their fucking knees and start sucking. So should all the Hispanics that say he's racist and all these blacks that say he's racist. Get on your fucking knees. You just got your unemployment to an all-time low. And to say Donald Trump hates minorities and Donald Trump is fucking racist, who the fuck are you? I'd love to take some of these motherfuckers in the back alley and beat the shit out of them. I really would. Some of these motherfuckers that say Trump is racist and Trump hates minorities, you guys are dumb motherfuckers. Seriously. I know. And you know what? I go back to this. Because it bothers me so much, some of the shit I see on the mainstream media and these liberal fucking outlets that hate on Trump and say he's this racist person. If he was a racist, hateful person, would minority unemployment be at an all-time low? Seriously. I mean, and people are waking up to it, which I love, the fake news. And, and you know what? Every day, more people are waking up to it. More people are waking up to it. Oh, my God. Jesus Christ. All righty. Whoa. All right. I'm completely took some deep breaths, calming down. Sometimes I get on those rolls, and I just I get so in the moment, and I just I get on fire. I mean, I just, aha. All right. Right. Okay, let's move on topics. FISA warrants. 
the FISA warrant. Big talk the last couple of days in the news, the FISA warrant, the memo. Getting a lot of backlash, getting a lot of attention, a lot of attention. This is worse than Watergate. And there's been quite a few that have read the memo, have read what's in this document that is completely beyond corruption. People are going to be going to jail. There's going to be convictions. I mean, this, is, this makes Watergate look like chopped liver. This literally makes Watergate look like chopped liver with this FISA memo, um, it, what, what I'm hearing from sources and what I'm fucking reading. What I'm reading online and the reports I've heard, there's going to be, the, I mean, this is going to create a firestorm. Demo- Every single Democrat voted against it. Every single Democrat voted against releasing the document to the public. Republicans are demanding it get released. It's going to be released next week, and Democrats don't have a fucking say about it. They don't have a damn say. And there's a reason they voted against it, Democrats, because they know that there is so much shady activity in this document. We know what happened with Peter Stork and the woman he was banging, cheating on his wife with uh, at the FBI. The anti-Trump text, the, uh, the, the bias and uh, letting Hillary off the hook and basically needing her to win the election because they knew when Trump came in there, they were all fucked. And they knew that, uh, you know, Trump wasn't going to uh, put up with their bullshit and their corruption and, and he was going to drain the swamp. Exactly what he's been doing. Do you think any of this would have came out? If crooked, Hillary, smelly, old hag Clinton would have got elected president? No. Would any? I mean, we're talking about all the Me Too hypocrites and all those fruitcakes, the Me Too's uh, that are liars. A lot of them are liars, the Me Too's. But there's there's a good amount of them that are telling the truth. But the Me Too thing would have never happened if uh, if Trump would have – if Hillary would have became president. Me Too would have never been a thing. Me too, me too, me too. They should thank Trump for uh, being able to uh, profit and uh, create a platform off that um, whole trend. You know, it was, it was, it's ridiculous. You know that 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 the whole thing is ridiculous. I I mean, I get, uh, you know, sexual abuse. Uh, Nobody should have to go through it. Nobody should have to deal with it. Uh, but at the same time, all these people who are publicizing it and making it into this whole social media kind of, you know, group. Like, it, it was just – I mean, it was, it was just ridiculous. People are publicizing and trying to get sympathy and trying to – you know, I, I'm talking about uh, in reference to, um, you know, seeing, seeing all these celebrities come out and, you know, then these other people were coming out. I mean, it's not something people should put on Facebook or social media. Go to the police. Keep stuff private like that. I mean, you know, it's one of the – I mean, obviously celebrity, uh, you know, rapes and sexual assault uh, gets reported uh, and is publicized, uh, you know. But for everyday citizens, 
uh, you know, going on their social media and drawing that attention to themselves. Uh, I don't understand it. I think it's a little, I think it's a little weird. Um, you know, but here's the thing. Here's the thing about about these about going back to this five to one. I don't want I don't want to get off topic. I have a lot to talk about today. I have a lot of venting to do. But talking about this Pfizer warrant, this so we remember uh, last year when President Trump said in a tweet uh, that, or he tweeted about it originally, initially about Obama uh, spying on his campaign, Hussein Osama spying on his campaign, and the Clint and uh, Obama uh, collaborated with Clinton. Uh, the Clinton camp to spy on Trump, and when Trump uh, tried to, uh, you know, reveal this and say, uh, you know, Obama's a scumbag for spying on me, the media laughed and said Obama didn't spy on you. Like there's no, there's no truth to that. Well, with this FISA warrant, this is going to prove that the Obama administration and the mainstream media and Clinton were lying when they said when they denied spying on Trump. This is so corrupt. This is beyond corrupt. This is absolutely, I mean, this is, this is something that um, is absolutely an abuse of power on Obama's part. And, and we all know Obama, Obama and his, his pathetic legacy, his worthless legacy was, I mean, his worthless, his worthless legacy wanted to be protect. He wanted to protect his legacy. He didn't want people to. Uh, he didn't want Trump to come in and completely erase his his socialist communist agenda, which Trump is. Trump Trump has had to slash 800 Obama regulations in order to create this booming economy. I mean, li- literally, he's had to create. He's had, he's had, I mean, 800, cutting 800 job regulations, Trump, to create this booming, booming economy. Obama never got past 1% GDP. We know that. I've talked about this many times. Trump's now at over 3% GDP. I mean, it's, it's unbelievable. But we're going, we're going back to this. Obama wanted to protect his legacy. We knew if crooked Hillary got in there, uh, you know, she would be Obama's puppet. She would keep everything going that Hussein Osama put into place and you know it, it was everybody was threatened by Trump and they tried to downplay it like Trump had no chance you know we all saw that poll from the uh from the New York Times from uh Goldstein the writer uh the guy from New York Times or somebody from New York there was a whole poll from New York Times I don't remember which writer wrote it but there was a poll a couple of days before the election saying Hillary Clinton had a 97% chance of winning so they totally downplayed Trump's uh, momentum, his success, his amazing results with voters, the way he was um, getting all this positive feedback and all this positive reaction uh, from American citizens uh, because he was definitely putting out there. And, uh, you know, his message was every forgotten man and women. And American citizens were, I mean, mad. everybody's mad. A majority are mad at Obama, which is why Trump won. And when people want to say, oh, the popular vote, oh, the popular vote, Hillary Clinton, Hillary Clinton won the popular vote. Yeah, you guys got the liberal fags in California and all these weirdos in California that voted for. That's the popular vote. California 
and New York. California and New York is the reason she won the popular vote, which is all liberal, majority liberal. That's not impressive. That's not impressive. I mean, what's impressive about that? That's as that's worthless as it gets. But every other majority of every other state voted Trump. What does that tell you? California and New York should be, in, in a, I mean, in my strong opinion, there should be a lot more regulations on those states. We all know about the voter fraud that comes from there. We all know that. I mean, those states are, are known for voter fraud. I mean, that has nothing to do with the popular vote, but I'm just saying. Uh, minorities definitely contributed uh, to that popular vote. I can tell you that. And ignorant white people, especially the smelly feminists, uh, the, uh, the losers. But, um, but going, going back to this FISA warrant, we all know uh, that the legacy of Obama was so precious to him and his loser sheep. Um, but, you know, it was one of those things where – and Democrats always do this. They play dirty. They know they can't win fair and square. They get dirty. They get reckless. They, they'll, they'll get very – they'll get scandal. They'll, they'll create fake stories. They'll get in your personal life, try to mess with you any way they can. And you know what? I'll admit it. They're pretty clever at some of the stuff they do. I mean, it's not it's – not, majority of what they do is, is stupidity. It's absolutely ignorant. And, um, I mean, it proves their low IQ, a lot of them. But some of the stuff they do is clever. And I, I have given Democrats credit from – it's dirty, it's shady, but it's clever. I mean, there's no doubt about it. This FISA warrant needs to get released. Um, you know, there's social media and all these different uh, media outlets um, have been have, – have actually been um, – I mean, it's, it's, it's trending right now. It's the number one thing. It's like the number one thing on Twitter and um, all, all online. I mean, it, it, so it's drawing a lot of curiosity. Uh, you know, there's not, there's not a, a lot of – huge like specific reports on it quite yet um but from what is being reporting like i said it makes watergate look like chopped liver it makes watergate look like chopped liver and you know and i'm i will i will keep reporting on the fisa warrant i'm gonna there's gonna be obviously it's gonna get released next week um and i'm gonna definitely go further into that I'm going to show um, next week. But uh, I need to switch topics. I am on a time frame here. Um, government shutdown. Fully went into effect last night. Uh, it's 100%. Um, in, in, it's 100% in use. And it's 100% um, a go. I mean, it, it's it's one of those things where – you know, you're hearing this excuse and these justifications um, from the left, from the Democrats, saying Republicans, you know, run run Congress and run the Senate and have the majority, and and, and they're putting it on that. They're they're trying to put that sort of uh, using that as their crutch, Democrats, if you must. Um, and it's one of those things where it has nothing to do with the Republicans, which is the funniest part. It's totally due to do with crying Chuck Chucky. Chucky Schumer from uh, the uh, Senate Majority Leader. It all has to do with him and Pelosi. I mean, this was a, this was a Schumer shutdown. Hashtag Schumer shutdown, which was one of the big, big things last night uh, on Twitter. 
Uh, I mean, he's such a piece of shit. He's the, he's one of the lousiest motherfuckers ever in the political realm. I mean, he he is so worthless. Do we remember in 2013? And this is factual. I mean, you can look this up. I'm actually going to pull up the clip where Chuck Schumer said a government shutdown in general is a threat to the American people and our security and freedom. And for him to say today, for him to openly, I mean, it just goes to show what Democrats, what they do. I mean, what their agenda is, what their narrative. It's all, you know, it's a variety of different things. It's their agenda. And let's face it, they don't give a fuck about these illegals. illegals. They don't give a shit about them. It's all for political gain. They're putting these fucks on a on a, uh, on a on a high chair and, and pretending they, they care about them and actually uh, love them and actually give a fuck, but they don't care. These illegals are, are, are used as a political prop. They're used for the agenda of the Democrats. And this government shutdown was for 800,000 uh, border crossers, illegals, that don't belong in this country. They don't fucking belong here. I would love to volunteer and yank these motherfuckers out of this country. I would love to grab them by the fucking ear, some of them, with their entitlement and their pe- and their, their their whole mentality. They think they belong here. They think we owe them something. They think that you know th- they're something special, and we should give them the time of fucking day. First of all, this government shutdown fucks with our military. It, sc- it it screws with our heroes, with the real heroes, actual Americans that belong here, and you know their well being and, and how how they need to. Uh, you know, do it, it fucks with the. Um, I have my notes right here. It fucks with the maintenance and intelligent operations and training of the military, and there's going to have to be over 50% furloughed military workers because of these 800,000 illegal fucks that don't belong in this country. And that, and you know what? It just goes to show the Democrats who they truly are, who they are. They care about illegal fucking immigrants that don't belong in this country. They care about them more than American citizens. Because we all know why. They need the fucking votes. They need those cocksucking votes. Oh, yeah, put them in a van, put them in a bus, drive them to the polls. They do. I mean, they're known for it. They're known for it. They need those votes. It's sad. It's really sad. And this is what society is, though. This is what we've come to. And this is the truth. This isn't, this isn't me coming, making this out of my fucking ass. This is actual facts. These are the reality that minority voters get to the boost. There's voter fraud every fucking election. It's true. It's a known fact. And, you know, this government shutdown was so unnecessary. It affects the child the child care plan that they have going for six years that's affecting our youth, affecting our everyday amazing kids that are the future of this world, future of this country. I don't like the word. I don't like the word, the word world. I like, uh, and I don't like globalism either. That's a big problem Democrats are having. And, and this ties into the government shutdown. You know, the globalism is un-American in every single way. These Democrats care more about helping other countries than helping their own. Look at all the homeless look at all the homeless people in this country. Look at all the poor people in this country. Look at all the people that are struggling in this country that need our help. And we're shutting a government down for illegals that don't belong here. And you know what? 
there was a great point made to me other to me the other day by a good friend of mine, really really smart conservative guy, um, and, he, and he's so on with it. he's so spot on with this. If if parents sneak their kids into Disney World, d- does Disney World let them stay? No. You sneak your fucking kids here. That's your problem. Kids should have became legal. Your kids should have gone out and done the paperwork. You, you, you as the parents should have stopped been lazy and mooching off our government and became legal. Every hardworking immigrant that's came here that's worked hard to become a legal citizen, how do you think they feel when they watch you guys get special treatment? They worked hard to become citizens, and you're basically slapping them in the face. That's a big fuck you to them to people that worked hard to, to, to be in this country and became a legal citizen. But no, we got all these illegals that think they belong here and think they're important and think that they matter and think that we're yeah, – no. You, I mean, the entitlement, the, the ignorance, the – and it goes on so many levels how this is so wrong. Our own military is being affected right now because of illegals. I never thought I would be in a society or a fucking era where illegals were actually being coddled and babied. Then again, any, everything and anything in this world, ha- in, this, in this country happens. There's nothing that, has, that hasn't happened. Nothing even shocks me anymore. Nothing. But at the same time, there's certain things that are just, it's like, wow. It's like, wow. It's like, and how, how, how does this happen? Some of this stuff happened. I'll tell you, Obama's failed economic policy, economic policies. Obama's failed immigration system. We have, we've had the head of ICE, we've had the head of the border say that Obama um, made their job a hassle because they were limited to what they could do with illegal immigrants crossing the border. The catch and release program, we knew about that. We knew how they let illegals roam free. It's unbelievable. And we saw with the, with the illegal, the piece of shit. God, this guy's a piece of shit. The guy in San Francisco killed innocent Kate Steinle, uh, innocent, innocent American citizen walking with her parents on the San Francisco pier, and this illegal shoots the woman. 27-year-old, 27-year-old girl had her whole life ahead of her, and he got off. Because California coddles illegals. And I'm going to get to the whole California is anti-America very soon. But, I mean, it, I mean, it just goes to show that there's so, there were so many. I mean, Obama makes Jimmy Carter. Oh, Jimmy Carter was the worst president in history, statistic-wise, economic-wise, everything-wise, immigration-wise, on everything, trade-wise, you name it. But Obama is by far now the worst president in history. Obama makes Jimmy Carter look like a saint. And Jimmy Carter was fucking terrible. And I can't stand that, that chimp wife of Obama's. God, she look, she's the definition of a chimpanzee in the jungle. That looks like a tranny. I mean, you, no amount of makeup can cure that masculinity. She has the arms of a goddamn football linebacker in the NFL. And when I hear all these liberals say how pretty she is, I mean, the ignorance, oh, my God, how the stupidity. Like, they actually don't even know what pretty is. They don't even know what beauty is. She's the ugliest motherfucker that I've ever, I've seen, I've seen so many individuals in my life. And she is one of the, she is the ugliest motherfucker that I've ever seen. 
That face is is bodily as sin. And her birthday was the other day, and uh, there was just a, a, a picture of her face, and oh my God, it looks like a chimpanzee. Jesus, I mean, they're repulsive. She's so repulsive, and and you know what? The stuff I'm saying is like the like it's so minimal to what they deserve to for what should be said to them, for what they sh- the criticism that should be thrown in their face. That they are that them too. Barack Hussein Osama and Michelle chimpanzee training uh, Obama, they are the two biggest pieces of shit in political history. Period. A Muslim from Kenya got elected, and then his trainee wife came in the office with him. It's, a, it's disgusting. And he's not, you know what, he was raised by his white mama. Uh, his, dad, his dad had a one-night stand, and he was raised by his white mama and his grandma. He's like the, he, he's like the least black out of, and he's literally like the whitest black guy I think I've ever seen or heard talk. He's, he's the definition of an Oreo, without a doubt, without a doubt. Um, getting into the, getting, getting back to this, so the government shutdown, it's not Republicans' fault. Definitely in no way possible is it the Republicans' fault. This is all the Democrats putting illegals before our own citizens. It's a shame. Uh, hopefully there'll be a resolution here in the next couple of days, um, some sort of problem uh, that gets solved uh, through this. Um, I, I really do. I really do, though, think that um, – and we're going to end DACA. Trump's not budging with them. DACA's a dead deal. DACA's done. These people are going to get deported, and I'm going to start clapping. Every, and everybody that's a true patriot and a true American is going to get on their knees and get a big, give a big standing ovation to all these ICE officers when they rip these illegals out of their houses and take them across the border where they belong. It's not taxpayers' jobs to fund these people, to take care of these people, to coddle these people. So DACA is coming to a close, and it's unconstitutional. If you recall, I've talked about this on my show several times. In uh, 2015, Obama overpowered um, and, and did an executive order uh, to approve DACA, and he knew it was unconstitutional. He was seen previous, uh, a couple of years before 2015 and in a live event speaking to his supporters that DACA is unconstitutional, quote-unquote. He said DACA is unconstitutional, and he can't override, and he can't do this. He can't, he can't make it a, a thing there. I mean, I mean the, the, the proof is so in the pudding. I mean, the, the corruption is unbelievable. It's fascinating, to say the least. And I, I, I really don't know. I mean, I, I, I guess, you know, He's black and he's a Democrat. You know, they 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 get the special privilege. Otherwise, people play the race card, and you know they call people a racist if they do any sort of criticism towards Obama. So Obama was definitely the most sheltered president um, in history. There's no, there's no doubt about it. I mean, he was, and he was also the most hardest to get to, according to multiple reports. I wonder why that is. He was one of the hardest individuals to be. Um, Talk to the media. Trump is a lot more open. Trump's easily accessible. Obama wasn't wasn't accessible in in that in that um, in that fashion in that form. Yeah, Obama has a lot to hide. 
and so does that smelly uh, crooked Hillary Clinton. Ugh, God, she's repulsive. Jesus Christ. And, you know, here's also the thing about this. I'm going to move topics very quickly because I'm on a time frame. The government shutdown is is really – it's only going to hurt the Democrats in the end, and we know this. Anybody that causes this much drama and this much attention to themselves and this much chaos, people are seeing this. People are seeing that the Democrats are putting their own, putting illegals before their own citizens. I mean, this isn't this isn't like a secret. I mean, it it's visible right in front of our eyes. And it's it's one of those things where the Democrats accuse all the Republicans of being guilty of all these different things, uh, but they're the ones that are the guilty ones. They're the ones that are the ones that are responsible uh, for the things they accuse other people of, Democrats. And the hypocrisy, it's unbelievable. I mean, yeah, I got to switch topics though, guys. I really, I'm going to come back to this later on, but I need to switch topics. Um, There's new reports um, from the Las Vegas shooting. Uh, and this, you know, this thing is another thing that is pissing me off because it's one of those things where it's the biggest mass shooting in history, mass shooting in history. And there's so much secret, there's so much, uh, secretive facts that we don't know. And if you recall, uh, a reporter um, from the, I mean, not the reporter, the the the, uh, the head of the police department spoke yesterday uh, regarding uh, the Las Vegas massacre, and you should see this fucking guy. I mean, he's so fucking nervous. He is so anxious. This guy's looking around. This guy's, I mean, he, he's shaking. I can, I mean, you see the body language. It's so, it's so apparent. It's it, like it's so. It's one of those things where. And I don't know if you, if, if anybody saw this the last time, but on his last press conference a few months ago, he had somebody talking in his ear on what he could and what he could not say. And it was, and it was even caught on hot mic that he was um, scripted of, of, and, and limited to, to what was uh, being uh, presented to us, the public. You have 58 people dead. You have over 400 people wounded and hurt. This guy got nearly 60, had 60 60 guns in his room. And he did this all by himself. I mean, this is so, it doesn't add up. It's bullshit that this guy acted alone. And the new reports came out that said he acted alone and he bought twice as much ammunition in the last year than ever in his life. Come on. Do you really expect people to believe this crap? We all know the American government is capable of anything. We all know this. This is not a secret that they have covered up things, so many things in the past to protect their ass 
and and then they they create a fall guy. They put it on someone. And I've said this for a long time, and I'll say it again. One of the strong conspiracy theories that I have paid attention to, and I've real and I don't want to get too off topic, but nine eleven. That's an that's an example of the American government setting up um, our country and fucking us. That was a total setup. There's a lot of other things that I believe are conspiracy theories, but I, I'm going to do a whole segment on that next, uh, next week about things that uh, the mainstream media has chosen to rather ignore than rather talk about and address, like this Las Vegas massacre. We haven't heard – I mean, there's been, there's been some outlets that have reported it in the last week, but if you look in the last few months of the consistency of this uh, reporting on the Las Vegas shooting – it's not there. They're not reporting on it. It's like how can you not care of all the people that are affected? And this, 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 entire, this entire event is something that I don't believe one person could do alone. I know a lot about guns. I know, I mean, I know, I know, a, lot about, I know a lot about this area, and, and I'm not the only person. majority of people think this was a setup by the American government. So – the, the fact that they say he acted alone and now there's new reports saying they, had, they found child pornography on his computer. I mean, yeah, that's probably true, but um, at the same time, there's all these different things that they're putting on this guy. And isn't it funny and isn't it baffling and hard to fathom that we never heard of this guy prior to this event? We never heard of this fucking guy. If he was such a threat and such a you know, uh, uh, you know this this terror to to society. You know they're showing his history now, and it's it's a reckless history. It's not like he was a fucking saint. Like he has a fuck. I mean, it's it's quite a bit. But the fact we haven't heard of it to, uh, about this guy beforehand, and he has this history. I don't know. It's, it's a little surprising, and he has a detailed history. It's not just a fucking history. It's a detailed history. So uh, there's going to be more answers that come out. Um, I, I need. I want to spend a lot of time on this, but I have to move on to a different topic that is uh, is important right now. But I'm going to come back to this Las Vegas shooting uh, in the ne- next week because uh, there's going to be a lot more reports out on it and a lot more to cover and a lot more to address for sure. Um, very important topic um, that I'm very excited to talk about is Apple. Apple has announced – I mean, this is, this is probably the – I mean, Trump has accomplished so much in one year. It's unbelievable. Sky's the limit. I mean, it, 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 was, endless up, it was endless things that he, he, he signed and achieved. But this might be – this might be top five. It's not – I mean, this in the long run could have the biggest in, positive impact on our economy like, like we've never seen before. Apple announces a $350 billion, with a B, billion, investment into our economy, which will create 20,000 new jobs. I'm not done. As well as we are bringing $38 billion, with a B, dollars back from overseas money. Apple CEO was interviewed this week, and he – even said that this money would have never came back 
uh, under Obama. It would have never came back. And he praised Trump for the tax plan. And Apple CEO Tim Cook said this is going to create long-term amazing economic growth at a very fast pace uh, for the U.S. economy. Think about that, though, people. $350 billion, with a B, investment into our economy in Trump's first year. And 38 with a B, money coming back from overseas. From overseas. It's unbelievable. Donald Trump um, responded to talking to Tim Cook about this. Uh, here we go. One, five. Take a listen. One thing we didn't project in a positive way, nobody thought that the companies were going to step up and pay all of these great bonuses to people. AT&T started it, but they came up and they paid all of these bonuses. A Florida software company, Spellex, just announced $1,000 tax cut bonus for its workforces. Apple just announced they are giving their employees tax cut bonuses worth $2,500 each. And because of our business tax reforms, Apple has just announced that they are bringing $350 billion and putting it into investment into our country. $350 billion. Yesterday, and Tim Cook is a great guy, the head of Apple. And when I heard the, the news, I heard $350 billion. I said, you mean $350 million? That's going to be a beautiful plan. And he said, no, it's $350 billion. And I just called Tim Cook and I thanked him. But I don't imagine there's ever been an investment that big in this country by a company. And uh, just think of what that means. And they're going to build plants and I think some of you remember, I said, I will not consider our economic situation complete until we get Apple to start building some of those massive plants in the United States. They're going to build plants. They're going to build a big campus. They're really going to town. So we want to thank Apple. $350 billion. There you have it, folks. There you have it. Big league. That's the definition of big league. I mean, it really is. I mean, it doesn't get any bigger league than that. President Donald J. Trump is America's savior, pure and simple. Pure and simple, period. America's savior. No president can do what he did. No president can do. Donald Trump has done more in a year than any president in history. He has signed more legislation. He's accomplished a hell of a lot more, if you look at the numbers, than any president in history. And it's only his first year. It's, it's just it's, – it's like it brings tears of joy to my eyes. It really does. All right. Let's um, – but before, before I move on topics, this investment into Apple um, as a business person and, and any other person that – uh, is in business and understands what this means. Um, I mean, this is endless opportunity. I mean, Apple is gonna is is, is making is making America great again. 
Apple is is doing the biggest tech company is bringing their is bringing their stuff to the U.S. and it's just going to get more and more. They're just going to keep investing, investing more money into our economy. I mean, the powerhouse that we've become in a year. Wow, wow, we never saw these sort of investments or any sort of anything close to this realm with Barack Hussein Osama ever. Never. I mean, he, he's the, I mean, he, he turned us into communism and socialism, a disgrace. Okay. But thank, God bless you, President Trump. God bless you, man. You saved America. God sent you. God, you know, is watching over us. Oh my God. America's savior, President Donald J. Trump. Wow. Whew. Oh, man, amazing. All right, moving on. Women's Women March, the Women's March today. All the feminists are out. The smelly, entitled, insecure feminists. They're all out today. They're all marching. They're all, uh, they're all out there with their anti-men uh, message and their trademark. Because let's face it. What what these what these cunts really want is power men. They want they want to be as good as men. They want to be as as powerful as men. They want to be the superior figure. But they never will be. Men will always be superior. It's the way it's been this entire existence in life. This is and it's always gonna be that way. And I wanna I wanna say for the record, any man that dates a feminist is a fucking pussy. He's the he's the definition of of a wimp. I mean, he, he's not a man. He doesn't know what manhood entails. He doesn't know what it contains. He doesn't even know what it, what the. I mean, you can't even use the word manhood uh, if you date a feminist. A, fe, a feminist is an insecure, entitled female. You and, and they all smell. They're all gross. They're all disgusting. They're just they they're the most they're the most disgusting creatures in this world and in, in this country. And I want, I would literally want, I would love um, for, uh, you know, this sort of group uh, to be more um, interrogated and more uh, addressed and put into place, which is why I have a a political group coming out, uh, a new uh, entity, uh, Feminism is Terrorism, uh, which is going to destroy uh, feminism, and we're going to start this whole big movement. It's going to be this huge thing. Um, I'm already in talks with certain uh, politicians here in Arizona. Uh, I got some good marketing behind me. So that will be coming out in the next few months. I know I've said for a while it's coming out. I said for like, I think I've said for like a, a month or so I'm coming out with it. But I just have some extra work to do on it. I'm gathering. We've been getting donations, a lot of them. Uh, you know, different people are coming aboard. Uh, it definitely sends the right message. Because, you know, let's, let's, um, let's debunk. Um, and, 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 you know, kind of talk about feminism for a second. The whole message is anti-men. Like I said, these women want to be superior to men. It's never going to happen. They have their wishful thinking and fantasy land uh, mindset. And they want to – they basically want all these different things that are unrealistic and that there's no issue with. Equality in today's society with equal pay 
in a lot of categories, women are actually beating men. Single women are actually beating single men with pay in a lot of categories, most categories, actually. So I'm, I'm wondering, and, and so many different things. Like, more, like there's categories where single mothers are making more money than single, single, single fathers. And there's, there's a lot of categories where gays are making more money than, uh, than straights. There's categories where Hispanics are making more money than whites. So feminism is a very jaded mindset. It's a, it's a totally one-sided ideology. Basically, these women try want to think they can rule the world. And they want to spread their entitlement. And any woman that has to march to prove her self-worth and to get validation is pathetic and worthless. Any woman that has to validate her her presence uh, is totally should be ridiculed and absolutely uh, should be treated uh, like shit because those type of people are the problems of society, the people that need validation, the insecure females, the ones that uh, need people's approval and need, and, and need, need to be entitled and think that they can. I mean, it's just pathetic. It's so pathetic. The, anti-man, the anti-men message uh, they send and uh, put out there. Because let's face it, I, am, I know a lot of women, most women I know, are conservatives, and they think feminism is a joke and it's a disgrace. And, and then let's face it, conservative women are uh, way a hundred times more pretty than liberal women could ever be. We see what kind of we see what kind of people we see what kind of uh, um, what li- we see what liberal women look like. Eighty percent of them are, are hideous looking. They're repulsive looking. Eighty percent of them. You got that small twenty percent that. Uh, you know, follows the losers. They're okay looking. I mean, I've never really, I've never met a hot feminist though. Never have. A lot, I've met most of the feminists I've ever met smell like shit. They have terrible hygiene. Uh, they're very ignorant and as stupid as a box of rocks. So it just, it, it, it's so laughable and it's so funny and pathetic. Um, these pe- these women that go out and march and think the president is listening to them and then think they're actually spreading a valid and constructive message when all they're doing is making themselves look like fools. Just, you know, Trump's not thinking about them. Trump doesn't care if they wear their pussy hats. And that, that's another thing. That's the, that's the part where it's impossible to take them seriously is when they put on those pussy hats. They put on those pussy hats and they, they start roaming the streets. <laughs> I mean, it's so pathetic. It's like a comedy movie, man. It's literally like a comedy movie. It, it, yeah. Jesus. I, I'm going gonna, gonna to start making dick hats. Start making dick hats. And then let's see how the feminists respond. Oh, my God, men are pigs. Men are so sexist. Oh, my God, he's wearing a dick hat. He doesn't care about us. Oh, he uses us for his sex object. Oh, my God. And that, that would be the feminism response. That would be, you know, they would point men as this terrible enemy for wearing dick hats, but they can wear their pussy hats all day long. Yeah, okay. I mean, the hypocrisy. I mean, oh, my God, it's so pathetic. It's so pathetic. Oh, my God. But you, And then you have all these other people that, oh, God, you've got all the followers in those women's march. Oh, God, you just got – 
you ask these people questions at why they're out there, and they can't even give you straight answers. These people are ridiculous. You point, you you put facts to their face, and you, you can shut them down. They don't even talk. Like they're like they're 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 pathetic people. It's sad. It really is sad. And I was watching some of it today, live, and oh my god, the kind of people that march. Ugh, ugh, terrible genetics. Jesus Christ. Um, and you talk about. <laughs> Talk about all the major issues they have in every single category. Um, who? Okay. Well, you know what? You know the entitlement. It will stop. It'll be. It'll be shut down. These women. These women won't. These feminists. Uh, irrational idiots will not have a, a voice forever. They got their little trend going. You know, while it lasts. You know, it's fun. It's fun for them. Um, and it's it's laughable. It, it makes me crack up every time I see them. Every single time. Alrighty. Um, last last topic I want to get to before I go. Um, California. 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 Here we come. All right. California. Is is anti America as it gets? as anti-America as it gets. I want that fucking shithole state to be its own country. I think it's necessary. I think it's the time. I think it's the right thing to do. Uh, There's new reports out that they want to divide California um, and kind of, you know, there's been reports in the past that they want to make it their own republic, which I'm all for. Please, California, go. Please go. You can can guarantee... um, Republican victories till the end of time. But here, here's the thing. California takes, like I said earlier in my show, and like I've said so many times on my show, California protects illegals over their own citizens. They protect, they give illegals welfare, they give illegals the driver's license, they give illegals voting rights, take away their anti-gun in California, but all these illegals have guns, and we read about all these different murders and homicides on a, day, on a weekly basis from illegal immigrants, and it's a lot of it's coming from California. And, you know, all these various, um, and you know, different things. I mean, I'll give you some other examples. Uh, California canceled Columbus Day. Uh, Christopher Columbus is one of the biggest heroes ever, and they're, they're so unpa- unpatriotic. And and so into Mexico and illegal immigrants that they changed a day uh, dedicated to illegal aliens and and illegal immigrants in California, and they don't even have Columbus Day anymore. Um, the small that's a, that's an I mean an example. Um, they're always in fucking debt. The government in California is nothing but a problem. They're they have the worst um, they have one of the worst unemployment rates. Um, the middle class is leaving. Uh, there every day because of the high, because um, of the ridiculous state tax they have there. Nobody wants to live there. Um, well, I mean, a lot of people want to live there, but it's 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 decreasing. But I really think it's time to count for California to go its own way. Like say goodbye. Like literally. Like you you look at everything that they put into place and that they stand for. And it's totally the opposite of what our founding fathers put together, what America was uh, originated on, what, you know, how we started this country, you know, how, how, what this country is all about. Because here's the thing. 
People say we're a country of immigrants. Sure. But we're a country of legal immigrants. We're not. It's not okay for people to cross the border freely and not have consequences. That should not be allowed. We are not allowed to go to other countries and trespass and overstay our welcome and act entitled. So when you have all these different ICE representatives and all these different border crossing guards that can't even do their job properly because of California laws, and we all know how liberal it is. It's as liberal as it gets in California. That these these borders are these people at the border can't even do their job, and people getting across these illegal aliens getting harbored in California and getting protected is a threat to everyday Americans, not only for their safety, and yet and yes, there's a lot of good you know people here illegally that are misguided. That's not you know that's not uh, the American people's fault. Um, but it's a burden on taxpayers. It's a, it's a threat to safety. You know, even if you have 20% of these illegals, 30% of these illegals committing crimes and, and going after American citizens, that's still too that, – I mean, that's a threat. Even the statistics are somewhat small. I mean, that's a significant statistic, though. Um, but, if, but even that, I mean, you, you read about all these different stories that are affecting everyday Americans, whether it's their safety, whether it's a homicide, whether it's a burden on taxpayers. There's so many different variables that factor into it that uh, definitely uh, need to be thoroughly looked at more by the Justice Department. And, and the Justice Department is uh, – uh, Jeff Sessions and, and Trump are, are strongly looking into this and, and dealing with California, and, and they'll get to it. Uh, but there needs to be some sort of um, initiative and, and, and action taken on this issue. Um, I don't think they'll become their own country, but it's, a lot, it's wishful thinking. I would love it. I mean, I know there's been reports and petitions, but um, I guess time will tell. But, you know, like I've said, nothing shocks me anymore. So we'll see. I mean, it could happen. I don't think it will, though. Um, but anyways, guys, um, so that's my thought. That's my thoughts about California, um, and uh, those my those that is my last segment of the day. Unfortunately, we're out of time. Um, like I do every episode, I have a, more of an agenda uh, right here in front of me that I didn't get to that I'll have to get to uh, next episode. I I hope you all have a fantastic rest of your weekend. Um, thank you for listening to the Rory Sodder Show. Um, I. I highly appreciate it, um, and I will. I'll see you guys uh, next week. Uh, God bless you. Much love. Thank you. Hey guys, thank you for watching the Rory Sauter Show, home of America's Man of the Hour and home of America's Biggest Trump Supporter. Be sure to follow me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. I'll see you tomorrow, everybody. Cheers.